I'm Gio Ruiz. Welcome to the Shooting the Breeze podcast, your neighborhood resource in North San Diego County. Whether it's businesses, restaurants, or things going on in your community, we have it covered. Thank you so much for tuning in, and without further ado, enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Shooting the Breeze. I'm your host, Gio Ruiz, and I'm here with a past client and friend of mine. You probably don't know it, but he's out there protecting the streets for you. This is Jack. Hello, everybody. <laughs> hey, Jack. I'm so glad hey. we got to sit down, man. Yeah. So um, it's been about a year now, right, that you've lived here? A little bit over a year. Um, actually, was it the 18th? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So it's been a year and 10 days. I moved in on the 8th. The eighth, like, and if I remember correctly, the eighth, it was like raining here. No, no, no. It was a, it was a, maybe it rained that morning. Now that you mention it, I just know that the because we were doing the two properties, it was like uh, yeah. the carryover and like something had to come over. And your parents were in town. Yeah, and- it was, it was like a, it was, it was a little hectic at the very end. Um, there were, yeah, there was a little bit going on, but no, it was, it wasn't raining. I actually remember it was like a sunny day when I, when I like got the keys and opened the door, it was like, it was like, it was meant to be, <laughs> um, like the sun was like shining on me as I like turned the lock and it, you know, it was, it was good. I don't know. Um, I, I literally remember it so distinctly raining, but I, I it was not raining at the time. Maybe, like I said, it might have rained that morning. I don't know. Um, yeah. So, so Jack, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself just as a, I mean, as a person, I know you're my friend, so I know you, but. Sure. Um, I am 33 years old. Uh, I work in law enforcement and, uh, I just kind of, I like hiking. I like football, I like playing video games, sure. shooting guns. You know, I'm, uh, <laughs> uh, it, you know, you feel, feel like I'm yeah. kind of your all American kind of a guy. Yeah, you know? sure, man. The every man, you know. The every- <laughs> <laughs> so the, the way that the whole thing with your house got started Mm -hmm. we were at stone we were at stone brewing yeah and a good mutual friend of ours alex told me i remember this like just very distinctly he told me jack's looking for a place where he can have chickens and goats yeah (laughs) (laughs) right yeah and i was like what (laughs) so at the time we kind of talked about it and it was just like yeah that'd be cool but i don't know if i'm ready well yeah i remember um i i still do at some point, I would like to have like chickens and goats and be just. I want to be self sufficient, you know. So, spoiler alert: there's um, currently still no. Chicken there are or- there are no <laughs> there are no chickens or goats currently. Um, I could get a little pygmy goat, maybe they'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, you got the room. Yeah. yeah. No, we're we're there at Stone, and uh, I I knew that you were in into uh, in realty, and um, Alex is our mutual friend, and and, and obviously we, we've hung out at you know a handful yeah. of times, played games and stuff, so. Uh, it wasn't like you were a complete, you know, stranger to me, so I yeah. felt comfortable telling you about it. And um, I just remember kind of casually mentioning, like, "Yeah, I'm looking for a place. I'm in a condo. I'm ready to get into like an actual house, and you know, not just not just live a condo. You know, my neighbors where I don't have to like, you know, hear them banging on the walls or you know, or whatever above or below you, or yeah. whatever. And I remember just kind of casually mentioning it to you. And you like went to work, so it was, it was like impressive. So you know, for those of you listening, I mean, Gio was on top of it, like he, you know, like a cougar. He like pounced on this opportunity, man. So um, 
I don't think it had been maybe more than like a week or so after that, you were hitting me up saying, hey, man, let's go check out some properties. You know, this is some comps I got for you. And you're already kind of, you know, and I was like, oh, dang, I, I, I guess this is uh, I guess this is happening, you know, <laughs> which I appreciate. I've always, you know, I think I'm more of like a I don't want to sound like a movie. Here. I'm like a man of action. You know, um, <laughs> sure. I want to uh, if I. I don't want to be the guy that's sitting there saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Cause we all know those people, right? Yeah. They yeah. say like, you know, when I get in shape, I'm going to do this or, you know, exactly. you know I'm going to move out of, you know, to Texas one day. And when I move to Texas, I'm going to do, you know, they always have one day, one day. And you don't want to be a one day. I don't want to be the one day guy. I want to be like, this is what I'm doing. You sure. Know? So, uh, you and gave you- me that kind of push I needed to be like, quit talking about, I want to move out. I don't want to live in this condo anymore. And let's, let's get you a house, you know? So, uh, yeah, I, I was grateful for it because I, I kind of, I needed that little push to get me going. So sure, I appreciated man. it. Yeah. That, that's interesting to hear your side of it. You know, I don't, I, um, I remember talking to you and then just being like, let's see what's out there for this guy, you know? Mm-hmm. So I guess now that you're in here, well, let's talk about that for a little bit of that process. Sure. Um, what do you remember about, cause we had to sell your, your condo in first to kind of upgrade, right? Yeah. So what do you remember of that process? I had a few years before that, maybe like three years before that, done the real timid, you know, I dipped my toe in the water and wasn't really sure about it and uh, kind of quit the process. As but far as what goes, dipped your toe in what? Trying to get some comps and starting to look at, you know, potentially, you know, applying for loans and things okay, like that. Okay. So like maybe like like searching for a house and selling yours. Type yeah. Thing. Okay. But with, with you, it was, you know, you were kind of... I want to say aggressive, but that makes you sound like mean or inappropriate, but it wasn't like that, but you were just on top of it, you know? So you, 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 you gave me the proper amount of pushing without like being overbearing or whatever to, to get the ball rolling for that. So I had, uh, I, I really kind of tested the waters a little bit before and I knew that, uh, I bought my house like at the market low, the, the one, condo. You, the condo, you the lived condo. In. Okay. I had bought that. At, so I knew I got that for like probably the cheapest that it was ever, ever going to go for. And I felt like I'd probably made like a significant amount of, of money on it. I'd lived there, I think, for seven or eight years. Okay. And so I, I really wanted to see if I was, you know, I wanted to be making some money because I knew I would need, if I wanted a house, that I'd need a significant down payment. I wanted to eliminate PMI. I don't know if you need to explain that to your... No, that's, that's, we could, that's for another day. Okay. I wanted to eliminate PMI and I, you know, so um, I was hoping that you'd have some good news for me about like, hey, this is what I think we could sell your house for your condo sure. for. So that, that let's go over that. Okay. So when I come to your house, I remember it was like, you got off work and we met at your place mm-hmm. or I think you might've had the day off. I think you were like folding laundry when I showed up. Probably. I and, do that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I had, I had the paperwork and everything and we just talked a little bit and I, you know, we talked about the pricing of your house and everything. And do you remember be thinking like, what did you think when I showed you that number of what it was worth? I, I was stoked. So the, I, I had bought it for I bought it for one fifty. Sure, just, you I can. I mean, you I can just close that. It's okay, a public yeah. record. Yeah, I bought I bought it for one fifty, and I was hoping to have made a hundred grand on it. That was kind of my my hope was that I I made a hundred grand. So I was hoping to be able to sell it for two fifty. And I think your initial kind of thing based on comps and everything, you're like, I think this is worth like around like two sixty four, two sixty five. And I was like ecstatic because. That didn't just meet what I was, you know, it exceeded it by, by ten fifteen thousand dollars oh, So awesome. I was, I was like thrilled about that. Uh, and I remember whenever I had kind of initially looked uh, the few years prior, it wasn't even at 
at 250 yet. So, so the fact that, that I was ma- making, you know, that I would be potentially making even more than that was great. So it was like good news right off the bat. Yeah. And that gave me like a positive outlook on like the, the rest of the experience. Like, all right, we're already starting off like on this foot, then hopefully the rest of this process is, is going to go really well. Yeah. So that's that, that was like the setting of the pricing and everything we mm-hmm. met for that meeting. Now, as far as like uh, selling your house goes, do you remember anything being extremely difficult or what do you remember about that process? I don't remember it being, being uh, super difficult. This was, you know, it was like a year ago and it was like a seller's market. I feel like, um, I, I felt, I mean, I had made as much money, um, uh, you know, I, I had essentially made profit on the house more than I was expecting to. Sure. So I was thrilled about that. So you were able to like kind of pay some stuff yeah. and then also have down payment. Right. And then, um, a condo is like kind of a an entry level home, and so they're always going to be in demand. So I remember, you know, starting to like field offers and, and things like that, and and uh, it, it it went well. I, I don't remember. I, for me, I don't really remember any super big hiccups. With, with you, I just remember getting offers and like having to like go through them, you know, because we were getting like multiple offers. I think we had like six, eight offers or something. Yeah, we, on we had eight written and up to like eleven that came in after the fact. Yeah. So um, I would, you know, it's just like. I expected it to be in demand, but I was like, dang, like this, you know, people are like fighting each other for it, you know? So I was, I was pretty excited about that. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So you remember the multiple thing, mm-hmm. multiple offers. Okay. So this is the part I want to get to is, uh, okay. so that was like the sell, right? The sell of your other place, sure. kind of the transition. Yeah. So we had, uh, I'll explain what happened on my end, right? So okay. we had the open house and you, we kind of talked about looking for a place for you, but we decided selling yours first and not looking really till you had some action on yours. Yeah. And I, and I had kind of mentioned like, this will probably go fast, but I had no idea it would be like that weekend. Yeah. It was like, it was like crazy. (laughs) So then I, I think we met up one morning and we had Starbucks and then we Mm -hmm. went to look at like a couple houses. Yeah. So we looked at four, I should have, we looked at four houses total. I was going to ask you if you remember how many houses we looked at. I was going to say three. Okay. But maybe four. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing four and what, one of them was like a no way. Like we got there and it was like, this won't work. Right. Yeah. So we saw, um, and they were all in the Escondido area. They were around here and they mm-hmm. were off of kind of like what you told me. You wanted some room. Do you remember what you described to me that you wanted? Mm. Did I tell you I wanted chickens and a goat? And <laughs> I, I know Alex had um, said that, but you said really what mattered was like having room to yeah. do that if you wanted. Yeah. Basically I, I didn't, I had been living in a condo where I, I really didn't have property. You know, I had, I had you know, four walls and a roof over me. So, you know, I, I, I had shelter and everything, but I wanted to be able to go outside and still be home, you know? Yeah. Um, yes. There, there's, there's something about that. You're, you're home, but you're outdoors. And I didn't have that at, at a condo. You, you can't really have that. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's all shared and you don't real uh, you don't take ownership over it. And with a condo, you can't make any, uh, you, you can't adjust it at all. You can't, you can't build on it. You can't do anything. So, um, I wanted a place where I could have some, some land. Um, I think I was looking for like a quarter acre to a half acre or something like that because I wanted to be able to do some stuff. I want to be able to get outside, stretch legs, you know, throw a frisbee or something and sure. have the room to do that. Um, yeah, that, that definitely remember that. I don't remember being point. super, super picky about the house necessarily. But I, I remember that I wanted some land. I wanted a little bit of, you know, I wanted to be able to stretch and go outside. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly how you described it to me. You had mentioned uh, you wanted space and you wanted somewhere where you could feel like, you know, if you got off work and you had a long day, you could kind of check out and be in your own space. Yeah. So that was our remembrance. So we check out those four houses 
Now, when we got to this house, which we're sitting in right now, yes. Um, how did you know that this was the one? Literally, uh, I remember getting over here. I liked the front yard. It seemed nice. The, the neighborhood was quiet. And I remember coming inside and checking it out. And uh, it was it was kind of par for the course of the houses you'd shown me in terms of um, the, the quality of the, of the home and, and how new it was and some of the features and everything. But I remember opening the, the rear slider door and going outside into the backyard. And I was in that backyard for... 10 seconds and I was like this is the house that I want oh. like it was uh, as soon as I got into the backyard I like I wanted this house like, <laughs> it, it, so you knew like that like right when you got back there yeah I'm 10 seconds in I was like this is this is my future home like like Whoa. yeah um because we'd, we'd seen other houses and yeah. you know that the houses were fine and the land was it was it was good and and um there wasn't anything that I was necessarily like super into or super bummed out but as soon as I got in the backyard of this place I was like I want this <laughs> time to be selfish for a little bit you know like I um so yeah I was I was like this is the house I want like I want this backyard I you know it wasn't it wasn't even the house I wanted this backyard so uh-huh. that, that was I I, I I remember taking like my first steps out that door and being like wow this is it yeah I mean the backyard's pretty awesome here it's cool it's a uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys can just hear it, but, or just hear me describe it, but it's a, like a larger lawn, an L-shaped lawn. It's got a nice high fence with somewhat of a view. You don't see any of your neighbor's houses from it. So it's You're cool above be- everyone. because, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of on a hill. So my neighbors to the left and right, I kind of have a, a tall fence and trees blocking. And then my neighbors to the rear of my house, it's like a steep hill. It's like on an, on a decline. So. It's like I don't even have neighbors over there. So it's, it's really like private. Yeah. yeah and you I just have, see off like the edge. Yeah. You can, I mean, so I sit there and I can look at the, you know, at nighttime I'm sitting out there and looking at stars and in the morning I'm watching clouds and stuff and it, it's great, man. So, uh, yeah, that backyard was, was like the, the big selling point. I remember you said, uh, like we were talking about it, talking about putting an offering on it. And yeah. You said, uh, yeah, I'm, I like that house a lot, man. I, I really feel like uh, it's one of those. Uh, the yard is. I forget where I am when I'm back there. Yeah, you don't. You don't feel like you don't feel like you're in Escondido. You I, like. I feel like I'm just in my own little sanctuary back there. That's it's, really cool. It's great. Yeah. So that um, so that makes me get to this question that I wanted to ask you. Now that you're a year in, what's been your most memorable part as a homeowner on this house in the year you've had it? Is there any like? Is there a couple moments, or is there like one story or something you want to share? I'll, I'll tell. Like, it, I always wanted like a routine. You know, at my at my condo is like I wake up and I just go downstairs, and you know, it, it, I don't know. Um, what I love about this place is uh, on my days off, I will wake up, I will make myself like a nice cup of coffee, and I go sit in that backyard. And, uh, I have bird feeders out and I have, I have hummingbirds and I have birds chirping and I have, I have like bird seed and stuff. And I just love sitting in the backyard in the morning when it's still a little cool out, just drinking coffee, listening to the birds and kind of planning my day in my head. What am I going to do today? Wow. Um, I, that, that's like at my old condo, I, I mean, it, it was great. It was a cozy little, you know, place. It was a great place to start out at. But to me, sitting in the backyard and drinking coffee in the morning, like, makes me, like, it, it's like my home. It's like my sanctuary. You know, yeah. it's really calming. Um, and I, I, I didn't have an experience like this in a condo. You know, I was grateful to have it, but being here, it's like, man, like, you know, this, this is like, 
when uh, when people talk about like this is my castle, you know, when I'm doing that, I'm feeling like I'm king of my castle. Yeah, you're in your own space. Like, you're <laughs> yeah, like this I, is mine. So I I love sitting out there in the morning, drinking coffee and listening to the birds, and just uh, it's it's really soothing and relaxing. And I it, it's my favorite part of the week is like my you know my days off where I just sit in the back and drink coffee in the morning. Love it. That's awesome to hear. Man. Yeah. I'm really glad to hear that. So um, just kind of bringing it all together. Throughout the sale of your house and through the buy purchase of this one was, I know you had pur- you've done a purchase before, so, yeah. but this was kind of both the same time, you know, the right. sale, first time selling. So was there anything about the whole pro, the process as a whole that surprised you or seemed like, whoa, I had no idea this would be like that? Or was there any surprises or anything kind of, <sighs> I don't, now, now it's funny because it's only a year ago. So I feel like I'm like forgetting some stuff. Yeah. I remember at the, kind of at the very tail end, there was some weird thing where one of the lenders didn't want to give me a certain amount of money and we had to do like a real quick switcheroo at kind of the last minute. And we did it, the last second of uh, a lender switch. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I, I felt bad and, and for, for me, I felt bad about it, but in my job as law enforcement, I, it, it's my job to give people news they don't want to hear. You know sure. what I mean? Um, whether it's, you know, one of your family members got hurt, whether it's you, sir, are going to jail. I'm, yeah. I'm used to telling people stuff they don't want to hear. But I remember I actually felt pretty bad because that lender, uh, he was he was really cool. He was a really nice guy. but And it wasn't anything he of did. his fault. It was just his company and their policy and stuff. And it just didn't work out. So that was the one thing I remember. Kind of, I mean, it was within the last several weeks of, of trying to close and everything that that, that whole process went down. No, no, we don't need to throw names or, or companies out, but, bus, but that was definitely something crazy. Yeah. So that was the one. I don't even want to, because even the transition went, went really smooth. Uh, we mm-hmm. we found the new lender, and they were they were highly motivated, and, and they were ready to do everything. So that was fine. And I remember thinking, like, uh, if I did, if I if I wasn't a cop, like uh, that might have been a really hard thing for me to do. Would be to tell this guy, see you, buddy. You know? <laughs> um, Fortunately, I've conditioned myself to, you know, I, I give people bad news a lot. And so I was ready to tell this guy, sorry, man, you, I'm, I'm switching. I'm, I'm going over to the, you know, to the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> so but I mean, we still closed on time, right? We still closed. You know, it was, it was still like to the day that our initial projected date and everything. So it went fine. I just, I did, I felt slightly bad about it because the, the other lender was, a, he was a nice guy. And unfortunately, just his policy, he couldn't make it work. Just sometimes stuff doesn't work out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, I mean, I remember that too. That was a big, Big. Other than stuff. that, though, really everything else, I don't remember any big concerns. I don't remember like losing sleep at night, thinking like, "Oh my gosh, is this going to go through? Is this going to happen?" I, that was the one thing, and it was maybe a day and a half of kind of figuring stuff out, and then we made it happen and just kept kept on going, you know. And so I, I really appreciated that from your end, just like just making it go. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I never I never really felt worried, you know. There, you know, momentarily, you know, oh no, is this going to, you know, but. I, I didn't lose any sleep over it, which which was which was cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome, especially because it was so many moving parts with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're in, you're happy. Uh, th- two thumbs up, still here. Two thumbs up. Is there anything you would do differently or the same if you were to sell this place and buy a new one, other than you know take the first step and call me? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I I I really had a a, a good a good time. It was. Um, Anytime you're buying a house, anytime you're moving, it's it's stressful. There's a lot you know, there's, there's a lot going on. You you've got to, you know, for me, I've got my professional life, my work life, and then typically 
when work's over, you go home and, and you're at home. And it was like, even when I got off work, I still had work to do because I had phone calls to make and forms to check and all sorts of things to read and everything. So it, uh, it was, um, you know, it was, a, it was a little bit of work, but it, but it, I really can't imagine it going much more smoothly than, than it did. I, it, that's great it, to hear. It seemed like it went really well. Yeah. So now that you've lived in Escondido and you lived in Escondido before, right? But yeah, but you're not from Escondido originally is what no, I'm getting to. I am from Alaska. So. Yeah. So this is a whole different place. Different world. Yeah. <laughs> How did you end up in Escondido from Alaska? So uh, I, I went to uh, I went to college up by L.A., Azusa Pacific University, and uh, the mutual friend we were talking about earlier, Alex. Yeah. Um, he's from here. He, he's from Escondido, and he like he loves this town, man. He, he you know he's he talking about it. That like it's it's the best town, and it is. It's a really good town. So when you met him, he talked about Escondido like nonstop. Yeah. No way. Yeah, I need oh, to yeah. hear about this a little more. <laughs> I don't know if there's anybody more proud to be from Escondido than, than, Alex? than Alex. Yeah, he he loves ah. it. Um, well, okay. What's cool is what's cool for the listeners and for I don't know, just in general. Alex is gonna be a guest on the show. Oh yeah, probably he's, he's in two be. or three episodes. He's gotta be at some point. Yeah. He has to be. Now I I might have to have him for two for just <laughs> for, for being like Mister Escondido and for the the small business. But it's yeah. just that's he, so he loved, funny. He loves this town and he made me love this town. Yeah. Like, you know, so uh, no, it's 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 great. Uh, I I really like Escondido. Just I mean, it's considered North County for San Diego, um, but really it's not even that far. If you want to get to San Diego proper, if you want to be in like downtown, unless you're going on Friday at rush hour, it takes you twenty twenty five minutes to get there. Um, and Escondido's got a, it, it's really got its own charm. Um, I think it gets kind of a rep of being like an urban type of a city, but yeah. there's, there's places like this, this little, it's so quiet here. You know, yeah. no one, no one really. Like if a car comes up your street, you're like, who's that? And what are they doing? Yeah, here? If, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> if I, if I, uh, to, if I kidnapped you and blindfolded you and brought you here and said, where are you right now? Nobody would be like, Oh, I'm in Escondido. You know, like yeah. it, this neighborhood doesn't feel like that. And a lot of people. I just think differently. Um, I love the uh, I love Grand Avenue and all the in the last five years the the businesses that have come up. There's yeah. a lot of little microbreweries and bars and restaurants and stuff that that I feel like uh, I've I've been a part of like watching them grow. You know, Plan Nine, um, some of those places yeah, like Burger that. Bench has been cool. Burger Bench is yeah, brand new place, but it's, it's so. What's one awesome. of your what are like? Let's as a local, you live here. What are some of your favorite places? Like you know, you got. A night you don't feel like cooking, you want to grab some dinner. So, yeah. So, I just mentioned Plan 9 and Burger Bench. Those places are both fantastic. I, I like going to both of those. Escondido, California has the best pho restaurant in the entire world. Um, pho Trucks On. Yes, sir. It on Center City. On Center City. Prove me wrong. Like, like take the Pepsi challenge. I'll, I'll bring a bowl of, of my stuff. You bring a bowl of your, your place. <laughs> I... <laughs> It will win every time. You, you, you know, the, that place is unbelievably delicious. And, and I feel like that customer service, like, they are so top-notch. Can't be beat. Like, you go in one time, and the next time that you go in, they're asking you how your sister's doing. Yeah. How, how, that, how was that test you were worried about? Like, I, take, I took my parents, I don't know, years ago, you know, and when I was still living in the condo, I, I took them to, to that place, to, to Fa Truxan. I'll go in now, like, you know, either by myself or, you know, with a friend or something. And they're asking me how my parents are doing, you know? That's and I'm like, so nuts. how do you remember? You know, they've been here 
twice ever that they like remember like oh yeah your parents you know and so um i think it's great uh so there's there's a lot of uh really it, it, nobody thinks of it but there's a lot of great uh restaurants and eating the theater here is is amazing so you know i used to uh i used to travel to try to go to other cities but now we've got like an IMAX screen and stuff I'm a movie nerd I was a film major so I had no um, idea you were a film major yeah (laughs) (laughs) but well did you know you were going to end up in law enforcement before you you did that no um so uh I was a film major because it was it was fun and I realized a couple years in that's not what I wanted to do for a living sure and I didn't know what I wanted to do the the law enforcement thing I could I mean I could talk about that for a whole another separate podcast yeah. you know but uh, my mom was a dispatcher for the majority of my life she was like she was like a dispatcher or like a a clerk for local law enforcement agencies and for fire department for a little bit and um, I remember like asking her one day like you know do you, do you think I'd be a good cop I was trying to find a job and. You know, she's like the typical mom. I think you'd be great at anything. Yeah, yeah. I I started this career kind of like... I I told myself, I was like, I'm going to do this cop thing until I figure out what I really want to be. And uh, I I went through the academy and everything. And I remember being out on on patrol and I was still on training and just being like, I love this. (laughs) Um, And so I feel like this is what I was like created to do now. Sure. And I, I, you know, it wasn't anything that I planned for. I wasn't like a four year old that always wanted to be a police officer or something when I grew up. It just kind of happened. And now that I've been doing it for, for 10 years at this point, I'm just, I'm realizing like this was my calling, you know, the whole time. That's awesome, man. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I couldn't, I couldn't really imagine doing anything else. I could imagine maybe a different branch of law enforcement, you know, instead okay. of doing, I could, Imagine, you know, working for like state parks or, you know, working maybe for the federal government and some sort of law enforcement agency. But I, I couldn't imagine not having a law enforcement career at this wow. point. Like it was what I was made to do. That's so awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but so, so getting back to Escondido, um, it's, it's great here. Lots of, lots of really cool restaurants and, and you know, it's kind of unsuspecting in terms of that. We've got a great movie theater. Um, pretty quiet in your area. Pretty quiet in this area. Dixon Lake's here, so you can go camping and, you know, go out and paddle around and have a good time. You know, you, 10 minutes, you can feel like you're in a, you know. Wherever you want to feel yeah. like you're in, yeah. So, uh, it's, it's great here. I, I'm really, I, I like this town, you yeah, know. that's and, cool. And, um, I've lived here for really, I guess, 10 years now. And it's like, this is, this is home to me, you know. Yeah, like um, this is, so not Alaska. Alaska, I mean, it's always going to hold it, you know, like a place in Your my hometown. Heart. That's, where, sure. that's where I'm from, but like Escondido is home and I like it here. Wow, um, that's so cool. Yeah. That is awesome. If, if I, if I were to look for like another house again, you know, three or four or five, eight years from now, I'd, I'd want it to still be in Escondido. I really? Think. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. Um, and I'm from here too, so I, I, yeah. I get, I get it. I think it's just, uh, it kind of gets that charm over you, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you find your spots, your pe- your tribe, as people say. Yeah. And, and your areas, and you just hang out, and there's something for everyone there's, around here. There's different parts of San Diego County. If you're in East County or something, it's going to take you forever to get to the beach. If, if you're in IB and you're at the beach, it's going to take you forever to get to the mountains or get to Riverside or get to Disneyland or something. Escondido, we got, we got the 15 and the 78 right here, and you can be anywhere like that, you yeah. know, like it, it's, it's, uh, you can be at the beach in 20 minutes. You can be in downtown in 20 minutes. You can be in Riverside in 20 minutes. You know, it's, uh, it, 
it's really a cool location. Yeah, so, and, um, and I never thought of it that way. That it's just kind of central. It's north. It's north. It's considered North County, but I really feel like it's more central than anything yeah, else. Just the way that everything's spread out, right? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's cool. Well, I mean, I'm, I mean, it's awesome. I'm here at your house. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, and no problem. I'm, I'm enjoying having you. It's awesome what you've done with it, and just seeing how you know, like you. I remember missing you at your old place. You know, it's mm-hmm. like. So it's cool seeing you in this new place, and I just want to thank you for you know trusting me and for sitting in on the podcast, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, this has been fun, and uh, I would do it again—the podcast and the, the home buying experience. Yeah, so. maybe we'll have you on for like a, a maybe two year reunion or okay, something. Okay, yeah, <laughs> looking forward to it. All right, well, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast or feel you know someone could benefit from it, go ahead and share it with them. I truly, truly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Other than that, I will see you around, and maybe you'll see Jack around, too. Better hope not. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. Take care. All right. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Shooting the Breeze with Gio Ruiz. The music for this episode is called Soda Pop, and you can check it out at purpleplanet.com along with more of their work. If you like this episode, share it with somebody you know, and if you're looking to buy or sell a home in San Diego County, work with a realtor who knows your neighborhood. Check out GeoRuizRealEstate.com for more information. Until next time, take care.